0: Welcome to Movie to Bear, everybody. This is Dan bringing us in, and we have everything everywhere all at once. And I'm telling you, man, we have some great friends and co-hosts here to talk about this wonderful film.
1: Uh, Here with you today, this is Aaron. I am your everything bagel expert.
0: I'm Blake. I know what I want to say for the expert,
2: but I won't. We'll talk about it later. I'm your interrupting the podcast and getting
3: previous cuts deleted expert. Yes, you are. Hey, and this is Brian. I know a thing or two about a thing or two.
0: Yes, you know more about those things or two so, than we know those things or three. So four things, four things. I, I
1: know four three, things. three to four things. Wow, that's okay. impressive. It's, so it's, it's like nine more half. than I know. It'd be like a median of three things, yes. a thing or two about a thing or two, one and a half.
0: Well, times medium. Or large. Hey, everybody, welcome to the math
3: <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yes,
0: we, as we try to figure it out because everything, everywhere, all at once, in this podcast called Moving a Beer exists in a certain timeline and a certain time frame and somewhere in the multiverse. And we're going to discuss this film, which occurs outside of that.
2: Somewhere (laughs) Somewhere else, Aaron hosts this, and it's beer and also a movie, question mark? Question
1: mark. Actually, it's beer and scotch all the time. All the time. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not a guest on that one. (laughs) No. but, But no, this movie, it takes place across many iterations of the multiverse and it's yes. fantastic in every one of those It iterations. splices
0: it all together into one gigantic two and a half or two plus hour movie even the sausage hands the sausage fingers hot are dog spirits. fingers hot dog fingers I and they, they even call it that they call them hot dog fingers they do anyway. ha- call
1: them hot dog fingers yes
0: we love to talk about films and shows and talk about beers and drinks and things on this podcast and this time around we brought three beers back down from seattle that i was up there recently and really found some good, fun beers, and I knew we were watching this film, and the film's kind of dark, so I picked a couple of dark beers and then a really, really hoppy, 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 hoppy beer called Multiplayer Guild Collab IPA, and we'll talk about those in a little bit, but I'm gonna tell you, dark beers went really well. These guys were like, are like, these are lighter dark beers. It's just roasty, and I think because of the mood of the film, it starts out just like, oh, you have a lot of sympathy for this poor Chinese immigrant family who's just trying to run their freaking laundromat, you know? and then it all goes to shit.
1: It, it, it's so much more complicated than it appears on the surface. Yes. Yeah.
0: I'm going to try not to plot spoil. I'm, I, I'm keeping my right. fingers crossed. Right.
1: I,
2: right. I only ask because it is, as we're recording, a relatively newer movie, yeah. and a lot of it, I'm not saying it's good because of the, the twists, but the twists really help make uh, a lot of this movie. Yeah. You, you get a lot more when you you hit you arrive at certain scenes, and you go, what is, ha- what is happening? Whoa. Like, which is kind of like what the lead character Evelyn Wang Wang is going through. Damn it! Wong. Yeah, it is Wang, not Wong. Well, her middle name is Quan, which oh, I, it doesn't help. It but. doesn't help.
1: No. But it's uh, it is really interesting to see this journey this character takes, and the uh, the the ways that this character struggles. You know, both with kind of life stuff. Life circumstances, adult responsibilities, but then also, like, you know, connecting with family members, even important family members. It's, it's hard for our, our protagonist to just even connect with her daughter and, you know, tell her daughter, like, hey, I, I love you. I'm here. You know, I, all of this, and, and to see the character go through this journey and, and grow through all of that. She becomes everything all at once. She becomes everything. Yeah. She becomes everything everywhere all at
3: once. Well, the, the film really is an allegory for family relationships. Right. Right? And, and I think maybe at the root, they're saying that uh, the family and those close relationships is everything, mm-hmm. everywhere, all at once. It's, it's the root of your life, whatever family relationships you make.
1: I I will say, like, there are uh, outside of my family, you know, friendships, other people I've known that have influenced me and made me into a better son. So kind of in, in a in a sense, you know, the me- we could take that metaphor a long ways, Brian. Because
3: yeah, absolutely.
1: You know,
2: I, I mean, in my family, if you want to really nail it, you'd be a better moon. The, but whatever, it's I'm not
1: being <laughs> happy. Yeah,
3: there's your your bio family and the right. family you choose. Well, yes. true, yeah,
1: and and I, each of them have uh, have been, you know, they, they say you're you're an amalgamation of the five people you spend the most time with. You everybody is is deeply influenced by the people that are around us, and. To think about you know what those influences mean and how they change us and then what we bring to other people in a different context like how, how have I influenced my parents how have my in- parents influenced me to be different as a friend for you know for somebody else this this movie I think if you if you sit on it and, and think about it it'll ask those types of questions uh, but there's also like nihilism <laughs> you know like a lot <laughs> what is what is it what is the inherent meaning of anything at all. Yeah, and we
2: believe in nothing, La Basque. We believe in nothing. The pigs in the blanket. The
0: pigs in blankets. we're going to cut off your hall. Johnson. Yeah. So th- from a production standpoint, they th- this um, was not a lot of scenery outside of a few office
1: buildings, right? And a laundromat. The, 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 the IRS, laundromat, the right. laundromat. And, and a really telling apartment. A van and a cliffside. Van and a cliffside. A cliffside. Yes. The cliffside <laughs> That's right, important. a cliffside. Uh but uh yeah. But don't spoil it.
0: Well, no, I'm just saying though, and it's like you, you can tell a great story without spending a lot of money on making crazy CG oh, yeah. stuff because this has some CG stuff, but it's yeah. done really selectively. I yeah, can't... But I couldn't there's a lot tell, of wire work. I couldn't really tell what was practical effect versus CG, and that was a good thing because it doesn't... They I mean, there's some obvious scenes that it's obviously just animation or whatever, but most of it is not.
2: Y'all, you want to know how... Okay, let's play a game. Yeah, sure. How many people were on the VA... V- FX team for this movie? 22.
0: I don't know. I would say three. Maybe three or
2: four. Nine. (laughs) All the VFX, and this is from IMDb's trivia, all the VFX for this film was done by nine people, including the two directors. With the majority of the shots being done by a core group of five people, know the team went to school for VFX they were all friends who taught themselves with tutorials they found online for free that's incredible that's how people repair right? toilets that's not
1: how they make movies
2: um YouTube's got everything bro
1: it I does know. have everything wow. like that's
2: and which is makes this movie even more incredible for my eyes I don't usually look at production I just D- Dan's been there I mm. will watch a movie just give up any I'll just uh, suspend any disbelief to mm-hmm. love a story shush everyone if they're like what's up with this thing like shush the hell up I watch this movie well, yeah. but just it's Beautiful. It's striking. It's just oh, cool. amazing visual I love Marvel movies, and this these visuals in this knock a lot of them out of the water. Yeah.
1: A, it's a lot of that's so art direction, yeah, and
3: costuming.
1: Oh, I'll say. Uh, uh, in contrast, a few weeks ago, to, to our loyal listeners, you might remember we were discussing the Adam. Project. All two of you, and I'm one of them. It, and I remember uh, b- Brian had mentioned that, that some of the effects towards the end of the Adam project, like sort of, got in the way of the storytelling and here by contrast everything everywhere all at once it's like no everything is in service of moving that story forward the the effects aren't there to detract at all i i i was completely kind of wrapped in no, into they, what was going there on there weren't
3: a lot of effects at all i would say the only noticeable one for me, was the the bagel. Well, the, there's the bagel,
1: yeah. <laughs> but the fight scenes and and the other well, stuff you going mean on bagel, too. right? It's yeah, a bagel. bagel. I will say well, the
3: bagel was deeply the, meaningful but, for but me. But the Aaron, fight bagel, scenes please. mostly were wire work and practical effects. Yeah, go- and, and go- excellent choreography and camera cutting and, and googly, lots eyes. Of cutting, googly eyes,
0: googly and and I think the lighting. <laughs> <laughs> How they were able to, you know, project lighting onto the characters without it kind of spilling out behind them. And then, like, you know, we're seeing what they're experiencing mm-hmm. in that moment where no one else can actually see what's happening to them because it's, like, instantaneous and stuff. It's a, I thought, you know, I've seen a lot of movies with Michelle Yeoh. And I want to say this is one of her better acting. Mm-hmm. It's not like, I'm just a martial artist. Well, no, she I mean, she's great Crazy Rich Asians. Amazing agents. in mm.
1: this film. Well, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, I thought she was <laughs> good mm-hmm. in that too. I haven't seen, I, I can't think of any Michelle Young movie I've seen where I didn't think she was doing a good job with it. Yeah,
2: no. she, she's top tier. Um, Especially but, for a movie where a woman just tries to do her
1: taxes. But to, well, to see also Jamie then, Lee Curtis on that one. Too. God, she's so good as a bureaucratic Karen. I uh, loved it. How you represent a character whose mind is is literally being kind of split into two different experiences where that person is thinking about two different things, kind of having two different like life tracks at once... And on the screen, it would like actually like have this effect where the lens was being kind of split and shattered, so you would see kind of the light refracted in a couple different ways. Uh, I thought that was really imaginative and really really cool. And and that, that seems kind of like everything in in the way it was represented. It was imaginative and cool. Even the costuming, um, I thought was you know it was it was it was imaginative and cool. I'm still processing what I saw and it's, you know, easy for me to kinda uh,
2: Yeah, Dan and I have an advantage where we watched this as soon as he was, he was able to get it on digital and we promptly watched it and I was blown away and then we thought, Oh, let's do it for the podcast and yeah. we didn't think about the fact that it took us a couple days to really <laughs> absorb it, and then we asked poor Brian and Aaron minutes after watching it say, Hey, give us your thoughts. Let's do it. talk
0: about it because there's Be so smart it's so deep. I mean there yeah. there's so many levels of both. It was spiritual, a good film. It was, we, it was a, a great film. Nobody said that yet. It, it, was, it was well a, worth watching. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I feel it was like implied, I've seen it. And, I've seen it online so
3: often. I just assumed everyone knew yeah. yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> good, good, call though. Well, it, it, and, it's and, it's, it's and an ha- excellent film. Have we discussed the basic conceit? That, oh no. That that life is is like a choose your own adventure story. Uh-huh. And each time there's a decision branch. There's a new universe created, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Th- that and is, that's the underlying conceit of the whole film.
2: Which I think this movie does a really, really, really good job of just showing and explaining, and, explain. and, yeah. and just getting into like what you have to do to access that. It's how, a really cool, yeah. just how,
1: like mechanic. How do you have a visual representation of yeah. what the multiverse yeah. is? And and it doesn't. So I've really seen well. other
2: movies where they just shake a lot, and then blah, 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 and mm-hmm. then you know look forward, and then say. Uh-oh, now I'm this person from this other universe. So was, we, we had some
0: interesting takes on our own perception of every time you make a decision, there's an alternate reality that gets birthed out of that. Now, there's certain yeah. decisions that that's not going to happen. Right, right. Like, But it, major decisions...
2: Some, well, I mean, it's the it butterfly effect. It's how big of a decision can it be, which I think about a lot just in my free time. Like, what is an alternate version of Blake doing? Like, what if I didn't move to Oregon? What if I didn't go to school, just went to school? What if? And I've I've always wanna ask this of my friends which multiversal version of yourselves would you want to meet? None of them. Like I'd love to <laughs> no. all right. Well, Dan I, Dan I, doesn't know how to yes hand. No, like, I I, no. like I would absolutely love to meet the Blake that stayed in Virginia, went to school at UVA, and just focused on whatever the hell is into in high school
1: and see where his life went. I'd love to just meet I, him and say, what did you do, bud? I live so much in the present that like, I, I never like revisit those past decisions of like, what if I didn't move away from Minnesota. Since
3: there's only five <laughs> listeners, I can be very blunt. You can be as blunt as you You hate want. me? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I spend some of my time being depressed. If I didn't believe I made the best choices along the way, it would be harder to live. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: You I, just have to accept it. I, yeah. I
3: I gotta believe I'm living the best life I could. Well, and, I think, and and yeah. and my I, f- intellectually is is great. there's nothing. I don't. I try not to live with a lot of regrets. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, the the regret is where you there was a branch and you regret the path you took. And, and there's just, no way of knowing the other plans.
0: I'm just curious as to what would have happened
3: if I, I, I went I, somewhere else. I
2: understand
0: what you're saying. And I would I okay, let me retract that. We so again if, we can if absolutely there's options, no, that no, no, no. <laughs> well, I was gonna is, say
1: I heard this exactly the same way <clears throat> as Brian. I was thinking, like, that's that's just opening asking those questions is opening a door to unhappiness. Like Correct. why would I why But would if I, you're if you're if you're framing I'm, it I'm in occasionally savagely
0: depressed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> if you frame it in the aspect of, hey, well, what other lives are there out there? And that's what opened her eyes in her life and accepted where she was is because she was able to see them imagine and that was part of it we're not going to plot spoil too much but just imagine yourself in that other thing if you take option a
2: and if you take option a and you have uh things one two and three then if then if you take option b you don't get one two and three you get four Mm -hmm. five and six yeah which is about as unspoilery as i can about well, it. It's yeah. like a
1: decision tree. Each one branch yeah. is gonna open up further branches and choices that you that, that would be opened or closed depending upon. I've just like. always and been
2: that, curious about meeting yeah. other versions of me who picked other. Wildly oh, you just different want to meet decisions. somebody with a
0: raccoon sitting on your head, pulling your hair. Oh, I can make that happen in real life, <laughs> bud. Racatuni, You're gonna have to come Rack-a-tun-y. pick me up from the hospital when Rack-a-tun-y. it happens. <laughs> I know. You, you showed me something earlier where it was like. um I'm gonna die because I pet something I shouldn't have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I need to <laughs> pet a bear, a tiger, a shark. I'm gonna hug a raccoon. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen, and it's not gonna be pleasant.
1: I'm gonna die Lots noticing a screaming. cute girl while I'm driving a vehicle. That's uh, yeah, well. okay. I'm,
2: I'm not. I'm not reaching that high of an aspiration.
1: No. <laughs> I'm just
0: gonna adopt a raccoon. Oh, I'm sorry, Brian. So, so there's a bunch of really amazing. Asian actors, and I'm glad that they didn't white-splain it and put all kinds of crazy other... Like, oh, the broken language thing yeah. was
2: perfect.
1: Well, it was exactly how like multi, like multi multilingual families live. But yeah. you know, so they really started heavy with the kind of the, uh, the, the multilingual English, and then it over the course of the film, they did make it easier for English audiences by switching more and more to just English dialogue.
0: Well, I think there was less dialogue. If more in action, there was less dialogue,
1: and it might also be too that it was most of it was outside of the home. In yes. the home, I think it might have been more uh Cantonese, yeah. Um, or, or is it Mandarin? I don't know, I couldn't tell. I sure don't
0: know. I've just been saying Chinese, and I apologize if I'm getting it wrong.
1: But
2: well,
0: so, James Hong, who is like the guy, the, the father, the, the grandfather, the grandfather, oh, Papa, he's phenomenal. He's been in so many films, I just can't even imagine like our. Movie culture without having that representation and people who've been around a really long yeah. time, yeah, and then younger people, and then really well known martial art extra actors, dude. And then um, it's, uh, I, I was really blown uh, away by the, the, the casting
2: nostalgia grab for key K, K Hui Hui Kwan, uh, the the husband, he played a uh, short round and mm-hmm. uh, dang it, the, the kid and the goonies. But I don't like the Goonies, so I don't remember his name. Yeah, he he, was, it, the little, it, he was the little
0: he was a little smart kid that had like the little puncher. Yeah, thing. Yeah. He, he this is like, his first one oh,
2: in 20, out of 20 years. Yeah. Oh wow. He hasn't been acting since then, but he's phenomenal. He, I, it, I hope he comes back. Now, yeah. it,
1: he did an, excep- an exceptionally good job because there are ways that his character is like a different person. Yeah. And uh, from f- somebody else from the multiverse is like inhabiting his body. And, he, they, and the actor, and actually everybody that made this film had to find a way. How do you represent? It's the same physicality, but there's a different psychology, a different character inhabiting this that's saying what the dialogue is right now. Well, and I thought they did the, a
2: really good job. Well, I'd argue the physicality is slightly different. Like He
1: carries well, himself no, a slightly different yeah. way. But I mean, yeah. it's the yeah. same actor. It's the same actor in yeah, yeah, the same and, so, saying, and I know that, yeah, but I'm yeah. saying
2: you can carry yourself a physically different yeah. way. Yeah. And no, and they show. do. They, yeah. they show like that. Moon I mean, a phenomenal when, example that. When Jamie
0: Lee Curtis... Gotcha. Became the, the professional wrestler. I'm not going to spoil it too much, but that's in the, that's I in mean,
2: the trailer. I mean, saying that just makes people want to watch it more. It's like, yeah.
0: and she's going off. And I'm just like, damn, girl.
2: She's amazing. Yeah, but, They're all great. But, th-
3: but that actor did a great job. I would say Jamie Lee Curtis kind of was the same character most of the most time. Most of the time.
1: I would say Hot Dog not, Fingers. I mean, she, maybe a, there was a different she, element to her. She, she,
3: she, she was great. Uh huh. <laughs> but she didn't change nearly as much as he did. Correct. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I and agree. And that's why yeah. I want to call him out as Doing he did really a phenomenal well. a job really nice of job. split personalities across each multiverse. Yeah.
2: Ho- hopefully, Dan can put in the correct pronunciation. I feel bad, about how I what? tried to pronounce
1: it. I was uh, this. This movie does so many things right. It's deep. It's thoughtful. It's it's very very funny. Uh, And and it has a a real sense of humor, and there's also this sort of this kind of fun slapstick, cartoony sort of um, uh, element with some of the fight scenes and the choreography. Well, the first big fight scene that you can hear
2: Looney Tunes style music Mm -hmm, mm happen.
1: But I would say, like, there is some violence. There's some really heady or dark concepts. I don't think it's great for kids. No, Uh, um, make your ten year old watch this. (laughs) Yeah, no. There
3: there's some sexual content. I would say. (laughs) Throughout? Yeah, there's a couple
0: of scenes where things you're getting thrown around and used as weapons oh, yeah, that are slightly right. not child appropriate. But they would ask, well, what is that, Mommy? I they love that have Aaron to forgot it. it.
1: Well, a kid is going to look at uh, the awards that we're saying and then the kid isn't going to have any context. The kid's not going to see what they are. But the, Why are they trying to sit on But that? the dildo I mean, fight. <laughs> I mean, during the movie, they see what it's for. <laughs> well, that's true.
0: So the whole concept is you have to channel something. Yeah, you
1: have to, to make a specific decision. A, to There's, pull an the
0: There's an algorithm. Yeah. There's
1: an algorithm that allows you to channel that other you, well, yeah, you need to make a decision and and do an action that is so weird or out of context that it brings you closer to that alternate you in a different part yes. of the multiverse. And you can connect. That you can bridge that gap. So it's like, yeah, suddenly you're gonna you know eat some lip balm or whatever. You know what we didn't see though. What didn't we see? Beer. We didn't see people what, drinking what, beer. It, it oh.
2: No, oh. she was oh. drinking I a was beer. Be, I was trying to be subtle so you could she cut it out later. She was drinking a beer in the long Michelle, yeah. She drank a beer at the end. But nobody, but, n- but no one drank a beer to change
0: over. Perhaps. Like, oh, yeah. No I one
2: went into psycho mode slamming a, a whole thing of uh, Fago or whatever. She drank a beer.
0: But we sure drank some beer. We did drink a bunch of beer. Let's talk about that. So everything everywhere all at once. Great film. That's
1: actually how we are on the podcast right now, too. We've chosen. we're put together.
0: This Time around to pick the film ahead of time, and I was like, Hey, I'm up in Seattle and there's a great bunch of breweries, and let's find something to bring down that we couldn't necessarily find here in Portland.
2: Which you can't necessarily find stuff
0: from other universes in Correct. our current universe. And the first thing that we tried, I'm drink we, bee we beer. did two dark beers and then an IPA. And this first dark beer was called Sarlacc, not to be confused with the Sarlacc pit from that one franchise that, 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 that we the uh, talk um, about
2: occasionally that the Star Trek man Jean Luc Pe- Riker went into, <sighs> Shit, yes, Jean Luc Picard. Yeah, you know, Jean
1: Luc Picard. Per- I'm really trying to. Oh, remember. Jean Luc Picard is what I meant to say. But my my, yes. my
2: my mouth didn't
0: cooperate.
2: <laughs> That's very. I would absolutely watch that multiverse series. Yes. By the it's way, it's Luke
3: Starryker.
0: Starryker. Star Riker. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. That, that I'm yeah, gonna get no. that tattoo
2: on my back
0: <laughs> with a little star. That'll be your tramp stamp.
2: <laughs> and oh, I'm saying between man. the shoulder blades, baby. All right.
0: So, Sarlacc Schwarzbier, Schwarzbier, which means black beer. Schwarz is the German word for black. and I can, see, I can see your Schwarz is as big as mine. It is. May the Schwarz be with you. So Jellyfish Brewing Company, which is up in the Georgetown area, south end of Seattle, downtown Seattle. Um, this has it, it's a really dark, really nice beer. It's kind of brownish in color for those that did. It's it pretty into, dark. You know, it, it, the nice thing is it's thin, and it has a nice kind of biscuity, malty mm-hmm. roast on the nose. It's very light. It's very aromatic, and there's even like a hint of vanilla and stuff in with it, but really very dry biscuity with a, just a touch of dry chocolate. And that's really what a Schwarz beer is supposed to be. It's not supposed to be big, heavy. Would roundy, you recommend this for someone pace? who likes
2: Guinness? Because I know Guinness is dry and light, but also dark, but I know that it doesn't have as much, quite as much flavor as this did.
0: Correct. We're going to talk about a beer that's very similar to Guinness okay. as a second option okay. that we had tonight. Not just picking out a couple beers that were similar to each other that you know is a lager and typically stouts are ales so one's cold fermented one's hot fermented or warmer fermented
1: that's right yes i, I want to like i uh, yeah, think i think lager there's kind of a spe- specific sort of um Pla- Plaid wearing bearded man who t- who fells trees. Yeah, yeah. No, it just kind of uh, uh, a a smoother taste profile is where I was gonna go. Blake. Correct. A smoother and and this. I'm also right. It was it was smooth and balanced, but it it had more. It was more robust, and there was more complexity than what I would think of normally for a lager.
0: Yeah, and that's the the nice thing about having a darker lager or a schwarzbier, is that it can be really roasty and coffee ish, and mm-hmm. there's versions of it out there even in Germany itself, they're all over the map. You can have it be very rich and full, but it's still a lager. Whereas stouts, typically, you can have both ways as well. You can have really thick, heavy, giant stouts that are big alcohol, and then mm-hmm. you can have smaller, mm-hmm. thinner ones similar to Guinness, right, right, right. which we'll talk about, which is that second beer from Counterbalance Brewing Company, which is also in the Georgetown area. And this is called Irish-ish, dry Irish stout. And this is only... So that first one, the Sarlacc was like 5.2%, 24 IBU, not super bitter. This dry Irish stout was 4.7% and like 13 IBUs. Okay. Super, it it had a rich roastiness, but there's a difference mm-hmm. when you talk about IBU, that's alpha acidity residual. That's not, does it taste burnt? There's a completely different, this, those are different things. And so this one actually tastes a little burnt. Dan, as a refresher, what does IBU stand for? International Bitter Units.
2: So there's a standard of what tastes like bitter
0: no it's it's identifying how much alpha acidity is residual or left in the beer typically by how much hops you've added which provide that alpha acidityness that i guess you would say it's going to taste bitter but bitterness can be more than more from more than one thing and this is going to be from oh. that one specific a specific kind of bitterness. It doesn't. Okay. It doesn't mean you can have a high IBU and it not taste very bitter. But you it, can have a low IBU and have it taste really bitter. This was an amazingly bitter beer, but it has a really low IBU.
1: Huh. I, I always imagine IBU kind of correlated roughly with with hoppiness or the experience of hoppiness. It does.
0: It does. But it doesn't always. So you can have like Outliers. Any, anything. I think that's the most
1: <laughs> frequent version because
0: I was thinking the same thing. So I was asking. So it's very... Thrown just a second ago. Yeah. So the, this third one that we had also, this IPA, only was 44 IBU, but tasted really hoppy. So mm-hmm. you can have a hot flavor profile with resins and, you know, the citrus and the tropical and the whatever it is that it has, like minty and lemony and just really strong, but it's not necessarily going to be a lot of IBU because IBU huh. then, is leftover alpha acidity, which is going to dry out on the back. That's the one thing that you can always remember. If it's high IBU, it's gonna be really dry on the back. Huh. So the higher the IBU, the drier it
2: gets on like after you swallow yeah. and you're well, like Yeah, you're just like, Oh, hmm. it's
0: it's because that's leftover lingering acids that just sit there on your taste buds and go, Err. That's
2: crazy how it affects different like how you make the beer affects how it lands on your tongue differently. Correct. That's crazy.
0: So I'll just take the water, thank you. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. I was drinking a bunch of water today too. So Irish ish, dry Irish doubt. I actually went to both Jellyfish and Counterbalance, both wonderful, wonderful breweries, and I had both on draft, and I, and now having them out of cans, I, I appreciate them both. They both beers are really decent, but again, if you side by side, you're like one's a lager, one's an ale. They're completely they look similar, but they taste completely different. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. They have different approaches.
2: Of the two of these, uh, what did everyone else prefer?
1: I like the Irish ish a little bit better, personally. I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, the the Sarlacc actually. I um. It was I good. Guess, uh, uh, yeah, I, I guess I'm a plaid-wearing bearded lumberjack logger guy. Uh, what are you talking lumberjack about? We're talking I'm about okay. lager beers, Aaron. And, all right. Yeah, I, I was gonna just go, you know, uh, lumberjack chic on you, but there's I a know whole know other version of that.
3: Blake that's gone at this yeah. point. <laughs> so, so of of the three beers, yes, I liked the Sarlacc better. Yes, but I thought oh. the Irish ish went better with the film, and the reason why. And Dan, you can tell me why oh. this is. <clears throat> it tasted to me like an a uh, used bookstore smells. Yes, oh, musty. Ooh. So it's going to have Ooh. a little. Oh, so why I liked it better? A little musty, and that went with this film. Everything, everywhere, all at once. There's a lot of paper
0: flying around in this movie. So yes, there, there's <laughs>
3: every papers <laughs> everywhere, and it's every every idea. Just thrown out there. Everything on screen Everything. looked used, like yeah. lightly used.
0: Nothing mm-hmm. was new mm-hmm. in this yes. movie. Mm-hmm. And I, I would also say that there's other beers similar to this that are out there on the market. If you can find either of these two, I would highly recommend it because they're good examples, really good examples, of taking these styles and really kind of fine-tuning them a bit. So the third one, as Brian mentioned, uh, it was Multiplayer Guild collab Hazy IPA. This one specifically from Flying Lion Brewing. Very, 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 hoppy. This what one has use? the
2: best label. It looks like a Street Fighter screen.
0: They provided the recipe to a whole bunch of different breweries around Washington, and they all made a version of it, and they just can it, and they have their own logo on the label itself to say, this is
3: the brewery that we did it. But it is, and it's supposed to be slightly different because it's always just... And know, I, I love that idea of several breweries doing the same recipe, and putting their little like twist it, on it. It, yeah. it. Iterating on it. That is I, yeah. I agree. There's I agree. there's been a number of
0: fundraising and political and social awareness campaigns that have happened in the last few years that you, you have this recipe, you have a base, you have an idea, and sometimes like the the producers of the hops and barley and yeast will provide it for free. Like you can just make it, here you go, but put your tweak and your spin on it. Do whatever you need to do with it to make it your own. And that's kind of what the idea was behind this. This was from Flying Lion, which I also did visit, which is in the. Which also sounds like a fighting game character. Columbia City area. Star Fox. South of downtown.
2: I'm thinking like Leon from Tekken. Oh, Correct. I think it's Star King? Fox. King? <laughs> no, King. It was his, him is King. I'm S- sorry. We're distracted. No, Star me. Fox is also good. Yes.
0: So this uses Zappa hops and Mosaic and Columbus. Mosaic and Columbus are going to give you a lot of dank. Were they grown by Frank? I don't know. I, I have mean, never I- seen a beer made with
1: Zappa before, I was, I was so say I'm not familiar with Zappa hops. I don't think I've had. I, I Are you saying the music? I liked this. Uh, no, it's Moon Unit. I, I like this uh, beer a lot. I like this beer a lot. I, I mean, I I broke two of the co-hosts. Sorry. I, I, I Generally, in my head, I have this idea that that IPAs have been overplayed. That I've had too many of them. That yeah. it's kind of it's tired. It's a tired genre. Let's move on to something else. But actually, I I think of the three, I enjoyed this beer. The most? Really? It surprised me. I don't think it matched wow. the movie the best necessarily, yeah, but I, I liked <laughs> how everything was in balance... I, I, there were there were different elements in this beer that I thought balanced each other really nicely. So did, did it, you think that
2: everything in that beer was everywhere all at once?
1: I think it took skills. It learned how to, to pinky punch it. you with some kung fu. Would the pinky punch.
2: punch come from crushing crispy boys cornhole or barrel roll super squeegee. Uh, crispy yeah, boys cornhole, no doubt. So and you shouldn't let me see the the can because
0: now yeah. I got all these characters. The yeah, I one. know. There's a bunch of really fun, like I would say, late '80s, early '90s era. Kind Of pixelated pixel art, let me see when Street Fighter 2 got made.
1: <laughs> um, oh, that's probably 19, yeah, no, it's very straight
0: fighter, it's maybe mid 90s, it was earlier 96. Oh, yeah.
1: it's was thinking like Super I Nintendo, to, there was yeah. an arcade version, of it, but it's mm-hmm. very much that, I, yeah, it's that very aesthetic.
0: It, it has and, that typeface and it looks yeah. it's got the like bevel, you know, stuff Round going on. two.
1: Bite. It's it's yes. definitely going for the nostalgia factor, and then all the a, all the crowd
0: after where it's just like
2: arr, arr. so. I played a
0: lot of this game on my second. So I want to say like the Clemson mosaic. I mean, because this beer dries out. It really, really dries out. It's really... It, the 44 IBUs about mid-road for an IPA. Anything above 60, you're not going to notice the difference between. So anything above 60 is kind of like, oh, okay, it's just really bitter. Oh, it real <laughs> overblow- blows it's out just, your palate. It blows out your palate on yep, the back. Yep, I mean, yep. so when you think of these like New England juicy IPAs that have like 300 IBUs, I'm like, it doesn't matter because you can only taste up to about 60 anyway before your taste buds shut down. And mm-hmm. they're just like, you've burned them. It's going to take a while for that to come back. So if you're going to drink beer in order, and you have your option and choice... Get some water crackers.
1: Do the IPAs last. Also water. <laughs> do them last. Because <laughs> it's going to burn your taste buds, Why? basically. The, the palate fatigue is real. Uh, it's, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll cover that fight. later. in this. I
3: <laughs> So
0: I I think all three beers were good. I, oh, yeah, and I yeah. Would yeah totally they were all great. Right. I think the first two kind of matched the film a little bit better because it's super mm-hmm. dark. It turns really dark really fast. Like, once the action starts, you're like, what? You know, I would also crazy. argue... That you'd want to drink something
2: that doesn't distract from the movie because a lot happens. We had to rewind just a couple of times, not a whole lot, but just a couple of yeah. times. Just and when I got up to get a beer, I blocked the screen a little bit. And there's, you know, throughout the movie, it's a multi uh, language household. Yes. They're speaking both whatever form of Chinese they're speaking and English, just pretty back sure and Mandarin. forth. Mandarin. I'm pretty sure it's Mandarin. So, yeah. So, they, there's,
0: so there's, there's a lot of subtitles. So, these, the, what we watched had hard coded subtitles for when they were speaking not English yeah, yeah. so Which so, is not so you want to drink something that w- you won't
2: be thinking oh man this movie's amazing and missing what's happening on the, yeah. in the movie well, I will the actions are amazing yeah. but the the dialogue-driven and just emotional scenes are phenomenal.
1: I will say, like this is a movie where you don't want to miss like two yeah. two solid minutes of it, it, because you're you're gonna get lost. And, There's no good time to pee, and and, and, no. and actually, yeah, at the risk of sharing too to, much info for, yeah. with our audience, I had to pee for like 25 minutes, and I didn't want to get up and go because I didn't want to stop seeing what was going to happen in this movie. Yeah. And eventually, we you know we paused. And Aaron, and, that's the most sir. ringing
2: endorsement you can give a movie.
1: Yeah, well, it really is. Yeah, I didn't want to pee. Like it, that's that's where this rates five stars. Didn't want to pee.
3: <laughs> and the, the, there's also a lot of plants and payoffs. There's there's stuff yeah. in earlier yeah. scenes that pay off later that you may you may miss if you don't watch closely. There's a lot of foreshadowing going on. Yeah. I think
1: it would reward a second viewing just because of those little that's hints. Right. Just because of the like, and the, the, I always think of them as being kind of like visual jokes in in a way. Yeah. Well, I, I felt
0: kind of bad because it the story wrote itself. And they were literally, I was saying the line like a second before they were saying it, like these, like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you've, you've all seen movies like that. And well, that's, only you because, know what they're going to say. It's just like, oh my God, it writes It's only its because
2: out. your multiversal self came in to tell you, oh, you've seen this already. Here's what they say.
0: Yeah, I apologize. Because I was like, I didn't, I just, it just comes out. I just blurted it. And it's like, oh yeah, they just actually really said that.
1: Well, some lines are somewhat predictable. That's true. And, and you could. But I hope I didn't get grumpy with any of you guys. Because it's like, oh man, I just wanted to be like, you know how you, you can just get sort of uh, uh, pulled in and totally wrapped in into a viewing experience, and th- this is you know this movie would apps it, it's so much up my alley. Mm-hmm. I absolutely could get totally absorbed in, in into watching it, uh, and that's that's also I think the other ring. I endorse. And, and, yeah,
3: I would also say it's a it's a great film to see with other people. Mm-hmm. I think I enjoyed it way more with these three guys. Sitting in a comfortable place we could talk. Cheers, Brian. These guys over here. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, it wasn't a big screen experience to go to the IMAX for. Don't make Dan
2: buy a bigger screen. (laughs) Which I am going to do at some point. Ah, boy. So but, a, but,
3: but anyway, <laughs> it's kind of the shared experience enhances this film for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it
1: does. It does because this is a movie about relationships. It's about family and children. It's about, family. It's about connections on multiple before. levels. And I think all of us. Oh, were like, I love oh. you guys. I was like, uh, oh, man, I'm I'm
2: can ex- liber- I can deliver. I can give or take. I've <laughs>
0: experienced that too. <laughs> it's not just you. I okay, tolerate wow. you too, Brian. At this point. We, we really enjoyed the movie. We really, really think you should watch it and find something fun and interesting to drink. But I think we've looked, and there's a whole bunch of plot keywords. So I think we're going to attempt. I got a couple already queued up. All right, so we're going to play the, the plot keyword rename game. Because this
2: one had 156 despite
0: being so new. <laughs> yes, so what you do, so plot keyword, music. Clot, <laughs> plot <laughs> keyword beer rename game <laughs> is Yoda IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it on your phone. Do it on a web browser. Well, you can do it on your phone web browser, but don't do it in an app because yeah, the, the app, app doesn't, doesn't show it. You want to look at the keywords and it's on the storyline section there's a bunch of words and have circles around them and then a bunch of number and it says more. And if you click that, it will take you to user submitted keywords from IMDb users,
2: which is lit- literally from people who sign into IMDb and and tell you what keywords they think match this movie. And
0: it even shows you how much how many people said yeah, that's as relevant. Yeah. yeah. So the more relevant ones are towards the top.
2: The struggle with newer movies is that you'll get 10 if People have one, like Resident Evil, it didn't have a whole lot, like the new one. But a lot
1: of people watch this movie, though. I feel but like yeah, a lot, lot of the, this
2: one's lie. been we're
0: not saying anything new by saying this movie's amazing, but
2: yeah, a lot of people see seen this movie. So
0: we'll try not to plot spoil it by doing these keywords because these there's some really good keywords that are very plot spoily. With that in mind, what beer do we want to rename? I'm leaning towards the Irishish, yeah. Let's do
2: the Irish, Irishish
1: as well. That's what I was gonna go. And I, if you guys are ready, I'm yeah, I'm ready to go first. I'm gonna right, rename go. the Irishish, I'm gonna name it Ape Costume. Ooh, All right, that's good. That's
0: good.
2: That's very good. That's a little. That's in line with what I was going to suggest,
0: which is no rules raccoon. Ooh. <laughs> so you can use the words in combination any way you you feel. You know, Blake's not just yeah, cheating. You can actually <laughs> rename them and reorder them, and say so, yeah. But you know, you can also just come up with your own. So Brian, thoughts? I would say it's alternate version of self. Ooh, Ooh.
2: I. I'm 50 50 if I would drink something named that because I'd be half worried it'd, be ha- it'd have cy-
0: cybacillin mushrooms
2: in it. <laughs> you go, mm, this is tasty. Oh no, my fingers well, are leaving my body. No, yeah, your no, fingers no, are talking see my brain. Oh no.
0: <laughs> but you would drink something called ball gag bagel. <laughs> I don't know if I would.
3: <laughs> Definitely not. I do, do a taster,
2: I do a taster of ball gag bagel. <laughs> There's a lot of, of people that go like that.
0: Yeah. I, it's Portland, man. We're keeping it weird. People be like, yeah. "What the hell is that? I gotta try." Hey, I'm that. keeping hmm. it in Portland by saying having raccoon in mind. Yeah, get ra- some right? of that That's that's
1: All what right. everybody wants.
2: <laughs> it's, and, may and, have a sit mistress smack.
0: <laughs> no. Yes. And there is some a little SM M scenery in it. So again, this is not Wait, really when? kid appropriate. <laughs> There's some interesting sure <laughs> no. alternate on. alternate universes and realities <laughs> in the multiverse. Visit that have some interesting things going on. This movie is amazing with butts with butts too as yeah. well yeah don't stick it in yeah don't no, we're not gonna go there don't plot spoil we're not
1: people have butts that's not a plot spoiler
0: wait you guys have butts yeah some people let on, oh, on that oh
2: there we go all right so <laughs> people are wondering does Blake
0: not have an anus thank you so much for hanging in there with us and again everything everywhere we all really at once. thank you for this yeah give us opportunity <laughs> to to not plot spoil it too much for you but thanks for listening and you know as always the opinions expressed in the taping of this podcast or those are those of the hosts and if you don't like, i was drinking a ton of water you don't hydrate you're gonna dehydrate over and over and over and yeah, over and
2: lot. over across all the multiverses it's yeah. gonna be a bad set of weeks it's not just, gonna you know, be pleasant just deserts upon deserts yeah
0: so all right well thanks for listening everybody i mean i think i i, I just have run out of things to say because it, it's everywhere all at once
2: that's a lie. You never have anything to say. You always have something to say. That's coming Dude. from all the versions of Blake that are here right now. All 20 of us.
1: jamming them.
3: Uh, Blake uh, says bye. Uh, <laughs> thanks for
1: listening, everybody. This is Aaron.
3: Brian says bye.
1: Come
2: on. See, Dan had more to say.